0: All right, and we're back again here with another edition of the Write the Radio podcast. I am Matt maritea I am back in studio and back yes. to sort of my hosting heavy. duties. <laughs> Trying to bring a little bit of the bass back in. And <laughs> I don't <laughs> hear... Don't sit you, uh, With... <laughs> Rob Whitney, a.k.a. Bobby Dubs. How you Welcome doing
1: today? Welcome the new. Welcome, all. It's your boy, Dubs. In the building, as always.
0: And we've made another roster move, as uh, Rob Manoff, clearly regressed this year, <laughs> uh, has been relegated <laughs> to the bench. Uh, you know, there's really nothing we can do. We're just trying to give the team exactly. the best chance to win right now, and... That is by having Vince Quinn on. Vince, how you doing?
2: Oh yeah. Well, guys, you know, I'm I'm just trying not to think too hard. I, I just want to come yeah. out for the team. I'm just gonna keep it simple. I'm gonna make the obvious plays, just mm-hmm. take what's in front of me, and and that's it. I'm gonna be a professional. Yeah. You what you are gonna be the coffee
0: bean.
1: <laughs> be right? the, the coffee, coffee bean. bean. Yeah.
0: That's right. That's it's right. Jalen really did have like a, a different little witticism for like those first couple weeks, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. And that was straight out of like the Sabin playbook. Exactly. Which is
2: great, right? Like all those guys, the Belichick guys, saving guys—they all just say like these very simple, weird phrase. Like, like the the way those guys speak is such a cultish, like well manicured thing that they've built together. It's like you could tell they're related. Those guys,
1: exactly, exactly. It's the
2: like, it, and
1: I love the press conference because it's like the dragnet approach. Just the facts, just the facts. Man. You're gonna get what you need to know, and not a. Not a bit more. Not a sentence more. You're going to get exactly what you need to know from them, and that's it. Not going to yeah. give you any bulletin board material,
2: none of that.
0: I mean, what we're on to Cincinnati is, what, Bilicek's most famous phrase exactly. probably.
2: No. It's up there. He, he had a week, because um, towards the end of the season, they were playing the Jets. Mm-hmm. So he had, he had to, at the end of the season, be like, yeah, you know, Adam Gase, he's a great coach, really smart guy, <laughs> great offensive mind. And he did it for like a minute straight. It's like, how does this guy do this and not crack up? It's incredible.
0: Yeah, it's so different from like the exuberance of what, like Sean McVay, where he like made it a point to say every member of the name of the opposing defense. <laughs> Like he shouldn't <laughs> like like obviously you should know that like if you can't name the defense you're playing isn't that a problem exactly but it apparent it wowed everyone <laughs> just the way he said it it was like he knew these people intimately just because <laughs> exactly. he showed showed a little bit of excitement
2: yeah well yeah. Here you get guys where it's like, well, Alshon Jeffries, you know what I yeah. mean? Like it, it, people just can't figure out the names. So to note, not only know all the players but say the names correctly is a big accomplishment. That's right. a big deal.
0: Right? Yeah, Alshon Jeffries, and you know he he's, he may end up being well, probably not going to be coached by Josh McDaniel or yeah. McDaniels, <laughs>
2: McDaniels, which is going to yeah. we'll never know.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. But I mean, if we're talking about the cult of personality that comes from the Belichick tree, he's kind of that guy that's almost outside of it. Yeah. Because right? he, he's not,
1: he's not like them. He's kind of laid back, kind of chill. I'm, yeah.
0: He's got some, he's got some fire in him. I think. Exactly. And he is, I guess, the leading clubhouse candidate right now. I if would assume so after that. Jump into the Eagles coaching I think search. his
1: interview just ended an hour
2: ago. Like, that's how long they had him down there. Yeah, they were talking to him for a long time. I mean, seriously, it was like over seven hours, I want to say. I'm pretty sure it was like a lot. And other guys, they're interviewing them like, hey, it's like a drive-thru at McDonald's. They're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. what do you, do you like Wentz? No, all right, well, see ya. And then like they're out of there, and that's
0: it. Yeah, like they got Bulls in this morning just for, like, I didn't a even know he was coffee. a candidate. He was there for a cup of coffee. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it, it's crazy. I mean, how many guys have they interviewed at this point? Like 20? Like it, say, Italy, close? Mm-hmm. Close. It's definitely in the teens. It's crazy. Like they, they're they clearly, I mean, they're asking a billion people, but it seems like everything is McDaniels. It seems like he's yeah. the guy.
0: And it's, I, I mean, I feel like they have to talk to everybody because they have the three spots to fill with the OC, with DC, and then the head coach. Yeah, But it's... I don't I can't even remember this, you know, with the with the Doug Peterson hire. Did it feel like we were this far away at this sort of stage in the process? No, it seems it like, like, like Doug were... kind of emerged early on and we were all trying to convince ourselves they're not going to make it's not going to be Doug. Yeah. yeah. It, but now it's it still seems like it could be anybody's
1: game. It yeah, it seems like in 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 this you know coaching search opposed to when when Doug came in it's like you knew they liked Doug you knew Doug was a big possibility he was going to get the job and then like you heard a few names here and there and then you heard nothing and then it was like yeah alright we're going with Doug Peterson with this it was like alright we got name after name after name after name we like Josh we still got name after name after name after that and it's like Are you doing your due diligence or are you trying to make it seem like, yo we had this exhaustive search? (laughs) Like we swear to the fan base that we we crossed our T's and dotted our I's and did everything we could to make sure we got the best possible candidate. Because it clearly seems like they have a guy they got in mind and now are just kicking the tires on everybody else to say that, you know, we exhausted all measures when it came to picking a new coach for
2: this franchise. Well, yeah, here's the other thing, too, right, is at least before when it was 2016, you knew what the mentality was. Like when they were getting Doug, it was like, all right, they want to do the Andy Reid stuff again. They go to an Andy Reid assistant. They bring this guy in. They're going to control a lot of things. But like Doug is a little bit of that familiarity that they're used to now. I have no idea. As I get a call from Big Daddy Graham, uh, So uh, so you have no idea what they want anymore. Like, it, it, Mike Kafka at first, he comes up and you go, oh, they're doing it again, they're again. Again. They're doing like,
1: again. exactly.
0: This yeah. is Groundhog's
2: Day for Graham. Yeah, so I was like, oh, okay, this is getting weird. Like, all right. Um, but then they don't do that now, it, it seems, and they're looking at McDaniel. So now it's like, okay, what is the philosophy? What are they actually trying to do? What do they value in a candidate? Like, I, I'm totally lost by all of it. I have no idea where they're exactly. at. Exactly.
1: It's like they went, when they picked... Doug, it was like, OK, we're going to go with what we know works like we're going to go with that same Andy Reid route, his coaching tree, his kind of philosophy, his kind of game plan. And now this time, if if it is Josh McDaniels, it seems more like Laurie going to what do we want to be? And to me, as long as I've been watching this team since I was about seven years old, he especially from the two thousands on, he's been wanting to be Robert Kraft, yeah, and he's wanted a Bill Belichick, and he wanted to emulate everything about Boston because he's a Boston guy. That now is his turn to let me make my my Patriots, let me make my Patriot way here in Philadelphia. Let me get Josh McDaniels. Right. Let me make it that way. Like, now he can do it, you know. He first went with what worked. This seemed to work for 14 years, doing it this way. And then it's now, this is how I
0: want to mold it. Well, that was his, that was, like, right. Jeffrey Lurie was the gold standard, right? Exactly. He has always chased after that. And I think he's tried to do it without being sort of the crafty and Jerry Jones kind of guy. But now I think that's maybe coming a little bit to the forefront. Yeah. And I got a Press
1: conference is definitely coming to the forefront.
0: If they were going to take Kafka, that it was going to get like a little too much like mid nineties flyers. (laughs) Yes. Whereas like, oh, let's just, oh, Paul Holmgren. Hey, Hey, come on down. Yeah. No, you, you're familiar. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) Oh, Ron. Yeah. You want a job? Hey, come on, come on back. (laughs) Because I mean, Mike Kafka, really? Like, I get he's probably an intelligent guy. You know, obviously has football chops. And he's you know an Andy Reid guy. There's nothing exciting about Mike Kafka. Not at all. No, he wasn't even like he wasn't even exciting in the fourth preseason game. Like Mike Kafka couldn't hold my attention if he was in front of me throwing spirals at my face. Like there's just <laughs> nothing to. Mike Kafka just puts me to sleep. And, and, and then infinite. it's just like,
1: I don't know what, if there's an agenda where it's just like, oh, let's shift the focus off the enemy so we can say it's it's really Kafka in disguise that's doing all this Mahomes stuff. It's like, give me a break. You will never convince me that Mike Kafka is the brains and, and the motivation and the quarterback whisperer behind Patrick Mahomes. I'm, I'm just not going to go for that. You're not going to sell me that,
0: you know. Have the, have the Eagles LB's. had their interview with the enemy yet? Did they no. had that I don't the invitation was never, like, processed, right? The Chiefs were kind of holding that up. Yeah, they they
1: put
2: in for an interview, like, we'd like to interview him, and then the Chiefs kind of like, no, nah, you're good. Well, I wonder if he wants it. I mean, honestly, do you, yeah. like, if you're Eric B. Enemy, do you want this job? No. No. <laughs> no. So maybe they didn't want it. I mean, it really, like yeah. they've got the connection, and they're just like, "Guys, we don't want to do this publicly. Let's just let's just keep this cool because mm-hmm. we know we're kind of friends here. We're, we're related, but
0: like, yeah, I, there's no fucking way I'm dating your sister.
2: You know, like that's exactly. that's kind of what it feels like." Yeah.
0: But he interviewed with Houston, which I think is the craziest thing. Yeah. Like, if you're gonna deny a request, wouldn't that be the one? Right. Yeah, Houston's a bad job too. Yeah. Like you're the, totally on with that. You got. It's a bad franchise.
1: They don't well. the quarterback is unhappy. Like, that is not the place you want to be.
0: But he is, Tal- he is talented. <laughs> I mean, if a guy like that had a chance to work with the Deshaun Watson, yeah. I mean, if I'm the Chiefs franchise, I want no parts of that happening. I don't want him getting a whiff of something he likes down in Houston. Hell, I don't even want him smelling the barbecue, <laughs> right? Like, if he happens to like Texas-style more than Kansas City, no. I, I won't let him in the state. I mean, I don't know if Houston has a particular style of barbecue. I no, would assume. They, yeah, yeah, they do. They do. They do. Kansas City's kind of what? That, that sort of thick, like Casey masterpiece yeah. sort of sauce to it. Yeah. I
2: don't like that. See, I, I know there's differences, but I don't
0: get it. Like
2: there's Carolina <laughs> yeah. and there's and there's Kansas City, right? Is that yeah. like generally? Too? Yeah. Do you, guys, like, do you guys know what the
0: actual difference is? I think is? Carolina's is like a little more vinegary and a little more mustardy.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Because, yeah, like, I've been to Carolina. I've had barbecue food in North Carolina a bunch of times, but, like, I have no idea what it actually
0: is. I, <laughs> I don't know. Now that would be something. If you rank the NFL head coaching jobs by food yeah. or even by barbecue, just all the southern jobs, <laughs> like, Jacksonville would still be last, most exactly. likely. <laughs> and, like, what kind of BS search did they have? I mean, Urban Meyer has been the coach since what? Like October for them? Probably.
1: Like the guy's coming, you know, has a whole history down there in Florida being the former Florida Gators coach. Everybody knows like he probably still has a home down there. Everybody, you know, that was a, a, you know, a locked deal from the beginning. Why they drew it out that long to make us pretend like, oh, they were interviewing all these people. Like they tried to. Makes no sense because you knew Urban Meyer was the guy, like, immediately. Even when he was like, oh, I'm not going to coach anymore. Like, I'm done with coaching. No, nah, you're not. You get the right job. They back up the brink struck. You're showing up, Urban. Yeah, he that's was what you do. Yeah. He had a scandal.
2: He <laughs> exactly. laid low for a while. Money came up. He goes, yeah, I like money. I'll coach. Exactly. Coach whatever you want. And, like, by the way, Jacksonville, that's a cake gig. Exactly. Like, that's a killer job, man. I mean, they got all the cap space in the world. You're going to have Lawrence. Like, exactly. that's a dream job. It, 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 To me, he just pulled uh, a Pete Carroll. That
1: was, uh, I got a school, everybody I'm really good at, but all of a sudden we screwed the pooch. There's this controversy. I need to get out of Dodge. Oh, look, there's a a good job coming up. Oh, look at that young quarterback that's going to be good because he has this pedigree. Oh, I'm out of (laughs) here.
0: Now, I can never resist taking a shot at P. Carroll. Is there anyone who looks worse in the mask than he does? No. Like, the way his nose is kind of disfigured, he just – he looks as awkward as anybody else. I think between, like, him and whatever the hell Andy had on his face oh, yeah, was... in the last game. <laughs> I don't it, know what the hell
1: Andy's going doing when he's, like, switching back and forth between – whether he wants to have a mask, he wants to have a face guard that's fogging up on him. I don't know. <laughs> Like he's in a rainstorm. He's driving a bus (laughs) or some shit. I don't know what he's doing.
2: It's always a struggle with him. It's, great. It's, it's, it's
1: always a struggle. It doesn't matter. Or the, the mask. I love the coaches where the mask is clearly too small and like it's like barely going over the bottom lip. <laughs> it doesn't cover the whole chin. Or you got your, your showing patents and, and the like and grudens that don't like to pull the motherfucker all yeah. the way up to the nose. Like, what are you doing? It's a, you're <laughs> supposed to cover your mouth and your nose. Mm-hmm. You know this. you just taking the fines. I, I love that you have 100 grand to throw away because you don't want to wear masks properly. Like that's a lot of money to me. Maybe it isn't to you, but I would wear the mask the right way.
0: I know. Just that has been a beautiful thing this season about <laughs> NFL coaches and the masks and dealing with like social distancing. Like the the Saban meme where he's leaning in trying to hear the the interviewer from. I think it was the semifinal game. I know I, our friend uh, Ashley has used it a couple times already, but. That meme has legs that are gonna go for years. <laughs> yeah, just saving what? What? I, it's <laughs> yeah, that one's in the time capsule. That's gonna that's gonna be around in a while. It's okay. Uh, my question, one of my questions, is, is Philadelphia not being able to hire a coach quickly indicative of how bad things were last year? I think
1: it is because I think it it points to, number one, the structural issues that they have, the the power struggles that clearly were going on behind the scenes. It's like now that we've clearly seen that Doug is not going to do things the way we want them done, meaning, you know, Laurie and Howie, it's like let's make sure we get a guy that's going to do whatever we say and put in the players we tell him to put in. And pretty much be our puppet because the last guy, after a while, after he won, you know, started to be like, "I'm going to do things my way," and we can't have that because you know we're all so smart and how he's a genius and he's Dos Wonder Kid and whatever that you know he wants things to be done his way. But now they're 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 clearly taking an approach of we're going to get a guy who's going to be able to do things the way we want them to be done, and we're not going to have to worry about uh, any problems between him and the quarterback or him and the game plan or who's going to start or who's on the roster and all of that. Because it clearly – Doug was like, I'm not having that. There, There's reports he wanted to go with Hurts. There's reports that he didn't want certain people on the field, but Howie was like, no, that person's going to start. and They need a guy that's going to be a yes man. Yeah. And this is the move. These are the moves they're making now to make sure they find a person that's going to absolutely be saying the right things and doing whatever it is they want to do.
2: Yeah, like it's not just how dysfunctional everything was last year, which you just detailed all of it, like it was a total mess, but the other thing is too. I mean, think about this. They they were going to keep him at the end of the season. They were going to keep Doug. And then they they yeah. they're like, "Yeah, he's going to stay." And they have a meeting and then they're like, "Oh yeah, maybe he's not going to stay." And then they have to wait a week and then they fire him. It. Like exactly. it's been so sloppy that that they didn't have a plan going into the off season of whether or not they were going to keep him, what that was going to take. And then to be behind on the search, like they were interested in Arthur Smith. He's the Falcons' coach. Exactly. Maybe they started the search on time. You know what I mean. So like, it the whole thing is so ugly. It was so bad, and now it feels dysfunctional going forward because they just couldn't figure it out. Like they just didn't have a plan. Like I feel like
0: we might be the new Lions.
2: Oh. It, it,
1: it's going that way. When you get scooped for a coach by the Jets, yeah, you're, you're pretty sorry right? as an organization. Oh. Sally was like, "I'm cool." <laughs> I don't think so. I'd rather go to this dumpster fire. Like I understand,
0: like the Jets have like a defense, right? And that's probably all that Salah wants. He's just like, oh, all right, they're there. There is, yeah. We'll just leave the offense to the other guy. Yeah, he doesn't give a crap who the other yeah. guy is. He's like, listen, I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yell and we're gonna tackle people. That's this team. Exactly. But the Lions were able to get a coach. The Chargers hired a coach. I don't think the Chargers' job is anything to sneeze at. Sure, Herbert's good. And what the they got a really good tight end. Everybody else is old as dirt. Eckler <laughs> isn't going to be able to stay healthy. I mean, I can't, what, they got Joey Bosa? I yeah. can't name another def- guy on their defense. I don't understand how the Eagles job became bad overnight. And it just doesn't seem like there's going to be any way out of that for at least two to three years, yeah. no matter who they get.
1: It's the more, the longer it's taking is the worse it's making it look. The longer it takes to find somebody, the more eyes you got gravitating to your franchise and to your team. And now they're like, well, I wouldn't paint it into the Eagles right now, but, yo, it's been a while. They still haven't found a coach in there interviewing all these people, what the hell is wrong with that place over there? Then you start delving deep into it like, oh yeah, they had problems with this, issues with this, they can't draft, they can't do this. And it's like oh my god, I don't even know if I'm going to be bothered with that if I'm a, a prospect of being a head coach.
2: Yeah, it wasn't... The longer a, it takes, the worse it's going to be. It, it's true. It's <laughs> totally true. Because the thing is, like, during the season, they got covered up a little bit because the division was so bad, right? So, like, oh, yeah. it was like, hey, well, they could win the division. So, like, it's bad, but it's not that bad. So, nobody's nobody's really keeping an eye on the Eagles except us locally. And now, like, you're dragging this thing out, and the season is over for a lot of teams, and the coaches are hired. It's like, oh, yeah, let's look at the Eagles more. It ain't pretty. Oh, and then, like, you get, oh, they, they brought so-and-so in
1: for... An interview. The next day you get to tweet the that, that person took a job somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what the hell are they doing in those interviews?
0: Yeah. And they're like flying people straight down to Florida. The private jet. Yeah. <laughs> that also bothers me that like Lori can't be bothered to be here for the interviews. Do yeah. it at NovaCare, Like let the guys tour the complex. Exactly. Yeah. But that's, I mean, if you have the money to jet the people around. It, it re- you, know, you can you can do what you want. <laughs> it reminds me, I don't know if you guys, the Simpsons. Man. Like, I'm can, not gonna complain too much, but yeah, I, I don't know if you guys, the
1: Simpsons, man. Maybe Matt, like, there was an ep- there's an episode where they do the the uh, the uh, film contest, and everybody makes a movie, and Burns does the movie of himself, so he holds auditions for people <laughs> to be him, and he's just sitting there, and it's just one at a time. They'll come in and just say mm. the line. Exactly, like don't <laughs> excellent, <laughs> and it's like it's just Lori sitting there. <laughs> do it how I would do it, and then the person says something, and then that's it. Next, like Vince was saying, "How are you? How you been? What's your philosophy? Do you like Wentz Okay, we'll see you next person. <laughs> There's a line going around the building, whatever hotel or whatever place he's
2: staying in in Florida, where he's just picking people off one at a time. Yeah. It, it, well, here's the thing, too. As they're going through all these guys, you got to figure whoever they hire the head coach. I mean, how much say are they really going to have over the staff, right? Exactly. Like, so you're interviewing the whole coaching staff right now, and you're hoping you can assemble enough of these guys together. Yeah. Exactly. That's that got to be it.
1: That was another Doug thing. He wanted to pick the staff. He wanted his boy to be uh, <laughs> the offensive coordinator, and they weren't having it. They're cool on <laughs> am I'm
2: good. I'm good with that, though, by the I'm way. I'm that. Yeah.
1: I'm fine with that executive decision. Yeah. But I'm just saying, they're, that's, again, they're, I got to find a guy that's going to be okay with us picking the people around him.
0: You know, if, if that was, like, the tipping point, I can completely understand that. <laughs> if Doug coming in and saying, you know, I really think it's t- it's press Taylor time. <laughs> and the, then Howie and Lori turning to each other is like, oh, no. <laughs> we, we, we've got to... Yeah, I think we've got to fire him. <laughs> <laughs> like if that was it, I I that is totally understandable. Okay, so I, one of the guys who's been talked about, who I don't understand why he didn't maybe get a better shot or why he seems to have fallen out of favor. Why isn't Joe Brady talked about more?
1: Yeah, I don't know what happened with Joe. Like that seemed like that might have been a good fit. That could have worked. He hadn't. An- Interesting philosophy, but I don't know why kind of like her down and then went nowhere.
0: Yeah, that, that's a good point. I mean, the guy's what? He's like 31. He's yeah. super yeah. young. he's a younger guy, has a relationship with what? Jamar Chase, too, yeah. who's obviously should be on the Eagles draft radar. Um, you know, he's worked with Teddy Bridgewater, basically brought him out of obscurity, you know, when Carolina decided to pluck him and make him the starter for the year. Uh, you know, had you know, a variety of guys working in different aspects with their offense, you know, dealing with you know probably the one of the offensive MVP candidates and McCaffrey Mm -hmm. not being there the entire time. It he just seemed like a guy who was ready for more. Right. Very much in like a Matt Rule type way. Yeah. And I, I I can't see why he isn't in the conversation for maybe even an uh, O.C. here or.
2: Yeah, well, well, let me let me throw a theory at you now, because now okay. that you mentioned it. Here's what I got. So think about Roseman, right? Like mm-hmm. he's obviously he's still keeping his job and everybody is wondering why. And that's that's a fair thing to wonder. But maybe he's got like a little bit of a mandate to turn things around. You know, maybe yeah. he privately, there's some idea that he's got to turn this around pretty quickly, and so he doesn't want to take the risk on a guy like that. Like, maybe that's why McDaniels is the, is more of the candidate. He's more experienced than those other guys are, but he's more desperate for a job because he blew the Colts thing. And yeah. so that's a guy you could maybe turn it around with quickly. And it, he's a guy... <laughs> As Dubs is breaking the studio. Uh, and you, 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 hope you I'm going go to tr- leave it
1: alone now. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, you just want to fix it. It's like, okay, if I have to win quicker, maybe I don't go with Joe Brady, who's a total risk, and I'm more likely to get fired than go with McDaniels, who I think is a safer bet to keep my job, even if he's not great. Yeah,
1: at least he's a name. People know him. People know his pedigree. They automatically guard McDaniels. That's the guy from New England. New England was super good. This has potential to work
0: out. See, by, by that argument you just laid out, which I kind of believe in a sense, I almost feel like wouldn't Brady be the safer option in that choice? Because McDaniels is the guy who, you know, burned the Colts. He is the guy who already sort of flopped out in Denver when he went out on his own. So he seems like the bigger risk and seems like the guy that will get you canned for, you know, say, oh, well, this guy already clearly, you know, burned his bridge to be a head coach, and you gave him that opportunity again, and now look what happened.
2: Yeah. Oh, well, I agree with you, but I'm just right. trying to think from their mindset. Yeah, like, what's you're the to possible, play double advocate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, what's the possible distinction? Because Brady, yeah, he makes a lot more sense. Like, get the guy that's younger, take a shot on him, see what happens, if he can grow. It's like, the only weird thing about it is, if you've got problems where Wentz isn't listening to guys and, like, Press Taylor, he's not listening to Press Taylor, really, then if you got Joe Brady and he's coaching Wentz as the head coach, Wentz has been in the league four more years than Joe Brady has. Exactly. Right. they're basically the same age. Like, can he go? Can he just look at Wentz and be like, "Listen, dude, I'm in charge." Like, that's a weird dynamic. Yeah, and so I don't know if Wentz is going to take to that.
0: Yeah, because I mean, Wentz is the guy. I mean, it seems like clearly he's It seems guy. like if there was a trade request, it's been bluff called at this point, pretty much, mm-hmm. and it's you know, which is the right maneuver for them for the Eagles, I believe. Not to come out as a Wentzian or anything. If it's Tim or Doug, I guess you go with Wentz. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Financially speaking, Doug Doug doesn't count against the
0: cap. Exactly. I was saying. Financially
1: (laughs) speaking, you You, have no choice. Your your decision has been made for you. Mm -hmm. But what? Speaking of these hires, what would be your dream hire if you could get any coach from anywhere to be the Eagles' coach right now? Matt Marite, Who
0: would you pick? I'm getting Dick Vermeil out the vineyard. Dick Vermeule. I just think about like the LA, or not the LA. They well, they are the LA Rams now. But think about St. Louis in 2001, right? How tailor made is that offense for the modern NFL? Yeah, I just think that you know, if he had the right personnel and the motivation to do it, I think Dick Vermeule could still coach in this league. I think he just has the right temperament maybe for some of these guys I just there's something about me I can't shake uh, that I think he could work I don't know why
2: okay that's a a fun take actually I like that I like that Um, you know my guy just said no yeah, that was Brian Dayball. I, I would have taken Dayball in a heartbeat. Like, you see what he's doing in Buffalo and the fact that he's doing it with Josh Allen, who I thought when he came out was a worse version of Wentz, and clearly that has changed significantly. Yeah. But if you got a guy that can move around a little bit, make some throws down the field, like you've seen what that growth looks like, you go, okay, I can roll with this guy. I'd love to see him. <laughs> he ain't coming. He's a smart guy, which is why I want him. It's also why he won't be here. Yeah. Exactly.
1: He knows better.
2: Me personally,
1: see, I'm going, I'm going next level thinking here. I'm going next level thinking. I'm going fictional care okay, I want Coach Hayden Fox from the show. Coach, you get me, Coach <laughs> Hayden Fox. You get me, Dobber. You get Luther Van Dam in here, and we're going 13 and three, 12 and four, guaranteed. That's where you go. We got Patrick Stars, the <laughs> yeah. offensive coordinator now. Exactly. That's great. Wait, Hey, he was a special deeds, goes, but he could be the offensive coordinator. You give me Luther Van Dam with that defense, I'm telling you, Jalen Mills is a perennial pro bowl.
2: Guaranteed. That's a drop, man. Been, I used to watch Coach all the time. I haven't heard about Coach in like 25 years. That's awesome.
0: I mean, if we're going TV and movie coaches, give me Billy Bob from a Friday Night Lights movie. Okay. Forget about... I'm Eric Taylor, great guy. I would love to have Tammy Taylor in town, but if you want to win, you get Coach Billy Bob. Get coach <laughs> Billy Bob Thorne patrolling the sidelines? Oh my goodness, with that Texas style Smash Mouth, woo. Maybe get Booby Miles to be Boobie the running Miles. back coach. Isn't that Miles get, bo- get Booby Miles actual, to be the bo- yeah the actual Twitter handle Booby Miles? Yeah. Get Booby to be the new Deuce. Elevate Deuce to OC. O- then <laughs> Booby's the
2: what? He's the running back coach for 15 years. <laughs> yeah. And we keep going, someday Booby's gonna run the <laughs> team. I'll tell yeah. you, it's gonna be
1: great.
0: <laughs> exactly. You get people, people, you get pe- people calling in WIP. Hey, if you want to win, put Booby in. <laughs> exactly.
2: Play your coach, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Actually, that's sort of stumbling into it what about Deuce? I don't
1: get the whole Deuce thing. My thing is hilarious. It's like you got people on Twitter, on Facebook and all social media clamoring for Deuce and they can't even spell his name right. Number yeah. one is D U C E. It ain't D U E C E. It's not like the number, it's something different. Is there like, like you can't even spell his name right? And you're telling me this guy should be the head coach of this football team.
0: Stop it. Is there an Eagles player with a Twitter account who played for the team like the last ten years who hasn't tweeted something like, Yo, Deuce is that dude? Like- exactly.
2: Yeah, there's a lot.
0: If they don't name him OC, like, is there going to be a revolt?
1: It might be. It might be. And I'm trying to tell people, like, traditionally, like, the way we've seen things work, like, especially not, you know, the race thing, but the way it works, especially when you're going to give somebody yeah. a chance to uh, ascend, mm-hmm. it, it, it's in-house. Like, you get uh, our man Anthony Lynn in L.A., was the running backs coach, then he was the offensive coordinator, and then he became the head coach, and it was all in the same system. Uh, same thing with Biennium. He was the running backs coach. He was the offensive coordinator. Then, you know, people are wanting him to be the head coach. Even Leftwich in Tampa right now yeah. was quarterback's coach in Arizona, got promoted to interim OC, and then was able to get in coordinator job at a different team. I don't see anybody – out there going, I want the running back coach from the Eagles to be the OC, and I haven't seen what he can do or that his own franchise has any faith in him to progress further as far as being a coach. Yeah. So, like, you got to pump the brakes on Deuce. I guess if he gets OC here and they do some good things, then you can talk about him being an OC somewhere else, getting the head coaching job somewhere else or here. But you got to pump the brakes and let that thing progress the way it seems to have progressed, as we've seen, you know, over the, the short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, de- Deuce is Lincoln's yeah, gold, man. It's it's just
2: a myth. It's just a myth. Like <laughs> I just don't get it. Like the amount of time that we've spent over the years, where it's like, yeah, I think it's gonna be Deuce, and then uh, what happens? Like Mike Groh comes around and he gets the offensive coordinator job when Frank mm-hmm. Reich leaves. Then Frank uh, Groh gets fired. And they go, oh, well, how about we give Deuce the offensive coordinator job? And he was like, no, nah, how about we get that job? We break it into eight parts. <laughs> yeah. exactly. And we just get a bunch of coaches together and build like a megazord as offensive coordinator. <laughs> hey, you guys remember
0: Marty Morningwick? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Marty Morningwick. It's
2: crazy. So, like, for them to do all of that, I mean, they did everything in their power to not give him the outright offensive coordinator job. They could have done it a bunch of times. Exactly. They did Assistant it. head coach, whatever the hell that is. Yeah. <laughs> it was a nice guy like, hey, Deuce, I mean, we still love you, buddy. Here's a little title that doesn't mean. Yeah. Anything, but by the way, uh, there's like three assistants that are ahead of you still. So, like, I, I just don't know what it is. I get the players love him. I get that he's been around. I get that he's been a good player. But clearly, there's something about him. Like, usually, if you're a coach and you're overqualified as a head coach, like you're a great coordinator, you at least get that head coaching gig and fail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't even get the gig to fail yeah. as an offensive coordinator as yeah. a head coach. Like nobody's given that to him. I just don't buy it anymore. Exactly. I right. they were—they've been flaming this. Deuce thinks since before they hired Chip Kelly, people were like it should be Deuce
1: yeah! and Andy.
0: I'm like, you people are insane. That's right. <laughs> if, if I'm Deuce, I'm starting to post like pictures of my time in Pittsburgh. Exactly. And, yeah. Hashtag free Deuce. <laughs> I'm there. Deuce Daily Truthers. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. I'm starting I'm to like it. post myself talking like Fast Willie Parker or something. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. exactly. What a drop
2: there, Fast yeah. Willie. I
0: love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Giving Rashard Mendenhall a call. <laughs> So, backing away from the Eagles because I think, yeah, I think it's safe to say they're not going to do anything while we're no. here. The Sixers are in the weirdest stretch I think I've seen them in. For playing like with eight guys for three games. Yeah, I've never seen anything yeah. like it. I mean, letting go of Dakota. I mean, w-
1: and I turned my
0: whole Twitter into a Dakota Stan account. Yeah. Now I don't know what to do. <laughs> My life is in shambles. Yeah, here. The, the guy makes the biggest shot of his career, and then he gets waved. I was
1: hopping up and down in the living room. I'm waking the neighbors. I'm like, yeah, let's go.
0: I, Dakota, I I don't even know if I can fully invest in a Sixers regular season at this point now because I just it doesn't seem like they're ever going to have a consistent product to put on the court, whether it's from COVID or trying to rest guys or. The oddity that is going to be this season, right? If they're playing another shorthanded team, and it's, I've I've lost my way with the Sixers. Like I don't know what to think about them anymore.
1: I don't blame you. It's like Murphy's Law. Like with that team, whatever can go wrong usually does go wrong and Mm -hmm. will go wrong. And it's like, and then they don't get any favors from the league. Like the fact that they postponed all the rest of these games, but like they made them play. Twice now, with like seven or eight players, oh, you got to dress Mike Scott and act like he's going to play so that you don't forfeit? That's insane. Like, there's no reason for that. And then you go ahead and postpone all these other games, like they matter more or something. Like, I didn't get that. I didn't know if that was fair or foul, but – They're on this Odyssey right now where you don't know what you're going to get from them from week to week. You could have Joel get a 40 and 17 game or whatever it was he had the other night, and then the next night not show up at all. Or you Mm -hmm. get Ben shows out, and then the next night he's got a triple double where he's got the bare minimum of points required for a triple double. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a a 10, 11, 11 triple double. -double
2: Ben. Ben cut it out. That's the Ben Simmons experience. I mean, that's what it's always been, right? Like, that's what he does. He's not a guy that's routinely going to get you, like, 25 points in a night. When Embiid's having a bad night, he's not a guy that, like, always takes over a game. You know what I mean? He's just – he's a limited player. He's a good player. But he's the same guy he's been for, like, three years.
1: I would be like, I'm okay with it. And if I've seen where, like, hey – A guy is what he is and he doesn't change And that's just what it's going to be But because I've seen players who kind of They weren't as big as he is Because he's kind of oddity in that way With his Mm -hmm. size being 6'10 He's a huge guy but like I grew up watching Jason Kidd Jason Kidd was the, I'm going to get you a 10-point triple-double guy. Yeah. Then he developed a three-point shot, and he was shooting the ball, and he could get you 15, 16, 17 to go along with those 10 boards and 10 rebounds. You can develop. Because I've seen players develop. I've seen them develop an offensive game. Even if they are the pass first, I'm going to do all the other things and stuff the stash he got. I'm starting to get frustrated. You're like, you know what? I'm out. I really wasn't like before I would have been like, oh, my God, like, they can't let him go. Don't trade him, like, you know, our boy man off. But if he would have, the way they were amping it up, like, he could have went for hard. And I was like, you know what? I don't even give a damn anymore. Let him go. Because I'm to the point where I can't do nothing with him. It's like you're dating this girl, but you know she cooks terribly, and you keep giving her kinks. You keep saying, you know what? One day, honey, your dinner's going to be immaculate, and she's still giving you a hamburger help. You got to be like, you know what? It's over. I can't do this. I can't do it, bit so, so. so
0: Ben Simmons actually <laughs> is, at this point just is Kendall Jenner.
2: Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you hit the nail on the nose. Yeah. Oh
2: man. That's wild. But but yeah, like the, the James Harden I was in. I was in. It was like, you know what? It, you go. Do it, it. It's gonna be ugly. I've gone back the deal. Point, but yeah, you go and do the deal at this point. Like the thing is, because here's here's the thing with Simmons. You go, okay, well, he's not gonna shoot, and that's not who he is, and analytics, mm-hmm. and and like, whatever.
0: Fine. At this um, point he's like he's like if you put Mike Bibby into a Gumby machine, and then gave him a spray tan.
2: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> pretty much. Like it could. Wouldn't it be nice? Because if he's not gonna shoot. Like build the post game up Exactly Mm -hmm. You know Where is that Like give me Give me something That says like Okay I know what my Deficiencies are Even if I just Can't shoot Like physically Something's not there Here's how I'm Compensating for that Exactly I
1: was was surprisingly Intrigued Like last year When they had him In a stint Where he was Playing the four And he was Mm -hmm. Kind of back To the basket And he was Doing some things Like okay He can maybe Get you 16 18 a game If he's gonna be Down there in the post And they're gonna Swing around Or they're gonna Double Joe Or whatever they're gonna do and have somebody else kinda draw the 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 guards out to the perimeter. He could do some things like that, but then that went away and then it's back to him the one handling the ball and they have no point guard so he's the one doing that and now all of a sudden he can't score any points.
0: Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah no it's really just and I was never on the I was never on the the James Harden thing because I think for Personality wise, I just think it's not going to mesh. And I think there's nothing that you can guarantee because I think ultimately it's going to be does James want to be there? And does James like, you know, whoever his number two or whoever his, you know, cohort is going to be? And clearly it was always going to be Kevin Durant. Oh, yeah. He
1: shed 35 pounds for Kevin Durant. Yeah.
0: Like, Like, what the hell was that? (laughs) Like, does he have like just burner Twitter accounts that are taking bad, like, pictures of him? (laughs) Was that just trick photography? I don't know if
1: it was trick photography. I don't know if he had the Sherman clump fat suit on, like you might have suggested. I don't know what Harden was doing, but it was insane. I'm like, this dude clearly, he looked like Saint Nick. Like, and the next thing I know, he's out here thinning out.
0: Is, is baby blue just like a terrible color? It must like, be. That man was in blue, that girl, like girl. periwinkle <laughs> jumpsuit or whatever, and it. He looked terrible.
1: Like, he, he looked is, like Kendrick Perkins.
2: Exactly. looked like blackest thinning, but it ain't that damn thinning. <laughs> Something's up. Well, yeah, and because and, uh, here's the other thing too. D- don't you normally take like some sort of weight loss diuretic to help you lose yes. that kind of yeah, weight? Yeah, yeah.
1: Those that, that expel the water.
0: Yeah,
2: the mm-hmm. water weight. Is it legal? I mean, like for the amount of weight that he lost in that short amount of time, like I wonder if that's legitimately legal or not. <laughs> Seriously. No,
0: like, like, if he if he was weight cutting for the UFC, the the he, he would have been tested. They would have double exactly, tested his right? ass. They would have yeah. tested oh, him. Test the man. That's all yeah. I'm
1: exactly. saying. Exactly. He would have been one of those, one of those, those
0: uh, convenient uh, random tests, they call yeah. them. Yeah. No, it's not like James Harden wasn't just like sitting in a sauna waiting for trade news. No. Exactly. No.
2: Yeah, it, over time, I get it. Like, there was a great story. This was, uh, remember Lendale White with the Titans? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fat, right? He's a fat running back. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, so, USC. Yeah, oh, it was yeah. great.
0: I love fat running back. It was <laughs> fun, it <laughs> oh.
2: fun. But he lost, like, 30 pounds one offseason. Mm-hmm. They're like, Lendale, how'd you do it? He goes, you know, stop drinking tequila. And that was it. <laughs> hey, that was it. It was like, it's okay. A lot of, <laughs> lot of sugar yeah. and alcohol. Yeah, I can understand <laughs> that. It's fine. Over time, you stopped drinking, you lost 30 pounds. Good for you. It's a lot of alcohol you're drinking every yeah. night, but good for you. Uh, James Hard <laughs> <laughs>
0: holy oh, man. It three days. It was like Lendell was definitely drinking margaritas, too. Oh, yeah. Like, that's not just tequila. That's the mix. That's a sugar rim. Like, <laughs>
2: right? <laughs> he's licking the whole yeah. rim, too. Like, he's done, but he's going around the rim, and
0: then he gives the
2: glass back.
0: Lendell's doctor is probably like, you know, you were almost diabetic, too. <laughs> you really did yourself wonders here. <laughs> Like, remember when Eddie Lacey got skinny? Oh, yeah. That was I <laughs> was I was so high on that Eddie Lacey train. I was like, he finally, he, he finally gets it. He finally gets it. And then he was just ass. He exactly. was awful. He was not the same dude,
2: not the same back. At I all. felt for the same thing. Like three yeah. three different times with Eddie Lacey. I was like, no, it was like rookie year
0: was really good. Yeah. And all
2: nope, it just never came back.
0: I remember that was what it was like, or Gargano was on the radio. He's like, Eddie Leakes, he's a pack of derm. He was talking <laughs> about, it's like he was an elephant. He was just yeah, going to yeah. run through the line. He get really into it. That was. Oh. So yeah, James Harden, no longer fat. Yeah. Yes. That that pretty much sums it up. The fat and then the Nets can now score at will. So exactly. that's fun. Okay. And then let's see. Phillies are doing things. I don't I don't know anything about Archie Bradley if I'm gonna be able yeah, He's honest. making a
1: big he's making his presence known no, though. I can yeah. say that as far as ingratiating himself with the culture, with the city, with the town, with its fans. I give him props. He's reached out, he's up there. Hey, who 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 should I be
0: following? Or have we become too easy? Where a <laughs> where you can just put sign JT and that's it. You're our new favorite player. Exactly.
1: It works me. I'm not an I hard
0: fan, noon
1: pressed here, Matt
0: I mean, I appreciate a guy give who, me the I appreciate minimum. Who guy gets it. <laughs> exactly. I'm also starting to feel bad for Andrew Knapp at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like, the guy's getting interviewed, and he's like, I think I could play every day, and people are killing him. Like, what do you want him to say? Exactly. Like, right now, he's the only catcher <laughs> on the roster. <laughs> like, he has to be like, – He's. what's he going to say? It's like, no, don't. Yeah, no, I don't want to play catcher. Please, exactly. Please sign JT. Like, what? No. No, Yeah, you yeah, yeah.
1: killed either way. No, screw that guy. I'm the guy around here. Who yeah. cares about JT? You can't
2: go that way either. Yeah, uh, forget JT. Pay me his yeah. money. You it's know, exactly. that's I'll take five years, 100 million. Yeah. Like, damn right. I'm a
0: switch hitting catcher with a mustache. What more do you people want? <laughs>
2: Oh, I do love that Bradley tweeted outside JT though yeah, like, yeah, think yeah.
0: About, that he, was due. he just
2: joined the team and he's already making demands at management yeah. like that's it's, how toxic is it with the Phillies that that's totally okay exactly
0: yeah. Dombrowski is like oh my god what did you people do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I I do love that he did his like introductory press conference in the Ric Flair Christmas sweater oh though. that was that was that, was that nice. got me yeah it's a good look, yeah. dialing and profile. Yeah, so the, the Phillies are, I guess, slowly rebuilding the bullpen, which is nice. Eh, was a, was a tough spot. Like, I just <laughs> I can't get excited about anything baseball in January. Yeah, yeah. I just I can't. You can't pull me into. I in can't get amped up no about a, about a middle reliever, play. right? Exactly. Call me when
1: pitchers and catchers report or something. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's going to be a while. The other thing is too, like the big exciting thing is going to be if they sign JT, which everyone has been desperate for them to do for forever, and a good team would have done by now already. So it's like, how much credit do you really get if you sign JT? Like, how excited are people really, or are they just
0: relieved? And you know what I mean? And apparently, the offer is out there, right? That those were the reports that came out. Like the offers on the table. (laughs) So exactly. now we're waiting on him.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And and like you said, like how much credit do you want for doing something that was a no brainer? It's like, uh I remember Kirk like he's got a see where like people want credit for doing the most normal stuff. Oh, I ain't yeah. never been yeah. to jail. You ain't supposed to go to jail, yeah. you know. <laughs> i take care
0: of my <laughs> kids.
1: That's what you're supposed to do. To do. <laughs> Your low expectation <laughs> happened. <having, laughs> you're, you're supposed to sign the best catcher on your roster, maybe one of the best hitters. You're supposed to do that. <laughs> you don't get any credit for that. It's like going outside in the morning and saying, thank you, son, for shining. That's yes, his yeah. job. <laughs> it's incredible, these people that run these teams, yeah. I'm telling you, we should stage an insurrection. We're running down to the oh. sports complex. We're running in there. We're trying to down.
0: Oh, uh, I mean, they just did that in Houston. <laughs> they march on the stadium. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Deshaun's like, please, people, go home.
1: <laughs> this is not they, what did we not, they did not. They
0: did not. They did not heed the call. Yeah. No. So, I mean, it, I guess it's not that bad. <laughs> where, where we're like openly where where the fans have just taken over it's not like Carson would tell him to do anything though exactly yeah he's i mean in a deer stay and he can't be bothered exactly he's mums the word yeah, yeah. I don't even remember the last time i've heard him speak i guess we can complain about the flyers
1: yeah i mean i like what i thought of the first two games i don't know what the hell that was the last game
0: that was just you really hate to see when a team just doesn't show up, yeah. effort-wise. There's lazy yeah. lazy passes, hitting people in the skate. Like, what the hell is that? Not hitting the other team at all. Exactly. Letting a guy named Rasmus Ristolainen <laughs> run roughshod <laughs> over you. What is he, a cellist? What the hell? I- <laughs> no. And, you know, he gets he's the worst skater on that entire team. And he got a clean shot at Konechny, who can actually move. And it, nothing happens, Right. Normally, if you've got a guy who's like 6'5", who runs over, Konechny is no bigger than 5'9". I'll go to my grave saying it. <laughs> Normally, somebody reacts. Like, somebody does something about nothing. They couldn't touch this guy. He's Swedish. He's not tough. He's just it's big. <laughs> and they just, as a team, I don't think they have a lot of bite in them. I don't think they've... No. Like, you know how like how Dawkins used to be like... He's got that. Do- I got that dog in me. Exactly. I don't think there's anybody in the Flyers who's got that dog. In yeah, the, they're going through you know, the motions no. right now. Yeah.
2: they're just all right. We're out here. Where's Wayne Simmons? I need a back. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> what I'm here. Yeah. I need. He's Wayne in Toronto.
0: Simmons. He got into a fight within 35 seconds of being on the ice there. Yeah, yeah. I saw it. Yeah. Go! That's yeah. what
2: I'm talking heart. about.
1: Had had heart, miles and miles of heart, is Jimmy McGinty would say. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> like I, that, I heard man. they gave McGinty a call. <laughs> at the beginning of the call, he just got interviewed. Yeah, I heard that but they might interview Rick Moranis. I mean, who <laughs> <No>. knows? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: Daniel <Yo>, Shay Chevrolet. <laughs> rough man. It's rough being yeah. a Philly sports fan.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's. This is probably one of the weirder months in like Philadelphia sports. Right, at least since oh, yeah. I've been alive. It's been pretty fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. It's all over the damn place. Yeah. Like you've had Sixers games postponed due to a virus. You know, the the Eagles have Have no, no coach. Yeah. They have no coach and they fired him a week after Black Monday. Exactly. The Flyers lost to possibly the worst team in the league. And the Phillies are like, you can't even talk about them. They're just a pariah. There's just exactly. nothing there. There's not like. Is there Bro, anything exciting about yeah. that
2: team? Like honestly, okay, let's say it is spring training, right? Maybe they've signed, resigned JT.
0: Like, how excited for the Phillies are you? They still don't even have a shortstop. Then no, that's right. Yeah, then we're st- then it, what was what it going to be? Signed DD after that? Exactly. I don't know. I don't I have. I don't D. have the emotional D. energy for this. Exactly. And then
1: the people they have on their contract are busy underperforming. Like, I would wish Reese Hoskins found his swing and got mm-hmm. back to hitting the ball, but that hasn't happened.
0: Yeah, like, you, you're going to ask me to get excited about Scott Kingery again? <laughs> no. I, No. Like, you, you yeah. hope for, I don't know, Spencer Howard. You, you hope mm-hmm. Spencer Howard is
2: good. You hope yeah. that, uh, oh my God, who's the, Sir Anthony Dominguez, like, <laughs> maybe Anthony. he actually
0: makes an appearance and now he'll be like 45 years old. I think, because he's just I, missed every season. I don't even think he... He got, like, Tommy John surgery, like, three months ago. He's not making it out this year. It took it a while for him, him yeah. to get that surgery. You're right. Maybe he, he isn't He went to at the all. Dominican to get it. That's how backwards-ass that dude is. He <laughs> got the black market Tommy John yeah. surgery? <laughs> he's Bat got Ali Tommy John surgery. He's got, like, a capuchin monkey ligament in him now. <laughs> I did what who's playing center field well Roman Quinn <laughs> we're good. we're doing this again <laughs> I did
2: see something recently about Odubel Herrera he Dude, might what oh, yeah Herrera. I'm, I'm dead serious I I mean I, I don't know if he's going to start in center field but he could very well be on the roster this year
0: what the hell is we
2: what are I, we doing here they can't cut him. Like, that's the thing. They they can't cut him because the, the way... Well,
0: that the Players Association basically yeah, yeah. make it impossible, right? Exactly.
2: Yeah. So the Phillies are stuck with him, and they haven't been able to offload him to anybody. Yeah. And you don't have a minor leagues exactly anymore right now. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's a possibility we see Odubal Herrera on the team. And it's new management now. At yeah. least with Dombrowski, it's a new manager. So, for him, he might be like, yeah, well, I know what those problems were before, but uh, mm-hmm. it's a new start and all.
0: And, like... He might play him. Who knows? Yeah. And he can't even speak English, so it's not like he can get himself in trouble with his words.
2: Exactly. Smooth?
0: Always get a translator. I'm yeah. Gonna I'm
2: only going to do this whenever I'm filling in for Manoff. I'm going to have a translator, and I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to have
0: them do everything for me. Like Chooch like Chuch always had Juan Samuel right next to him, just in case. Exactly,
1: exactly. If I had a translator, it had to be that guy that does the boxing. I can't remember his name. He always translates for the, the Spanish guys, and I'm like, that's bullshit. That's not what he said.
0: Oh, Bernardo Asuna, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> bullshit, that's not what he said. I speak a little bit. That's yeah. not what he said. Yeah, he's like censoring these guys in real <laughs> exactly.
2: time. That's awesome.
0: I think the best one was Canelo's last fight. Oh, yeah. He was doing the he was like the translator was so bad Canelo was laughing at him. Exactly. And I'm like, I knew you knew English, Canelo. It's just <laughs> that his biggest flex is just pretending he can't speak English.
1: <laughs> that's his whole spiel.
0: Yeah. And I'm not even one of those people who's like a conspiracy theorist that like thinks he's not even Mexican. Because there are people out there.
1: I, I was I, I was going that way for, for a yeah. few years. I'm like, no that, no, that that that's an Irish kid. I (laughs) I know an Irish kid when I see one. That's an Irish kid that
0: they stamp Guadalajara on. (laughs) Exactly. He has freckles. Come on. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, but no, it's just. uh, Yeah, I have no. I have no interest in the Phillies for the first time in. I could always find a reason to watch, even when they're bad. I just. A bad baseball team is a oh, gift yeah. in some ways, exactly because it's almost comedic. But this is just—it's You, you, you got a feel for Bryce Harper.
1: You do, you do. I hope, I hope you got a receipt with the rest of that three hundred thirty million dollars, because this is definitely not working out. He leaves the team. He
2: leaves. Wins the World Series the following season. It's just, it's just, it's a bad look. And, and it's just a question of how long does he want to stay. Yeah, Bagel. there's no way he's finishing that
0: contract here, right? Like, I mean, I don't I mean, no, the way things are going. No, I mean, if Henry Maris is your best bullpen so arm, know. like that's just not a, it's not a winning franchise. No, like I'm at the point with Bryce Harper where I just hope he doesn't
2: get hurt mm-hmm. and they can still trade him in like a year. I yeah. mean, that's that's really where I'm at, mm. which is great. I mean, God, it's just such a good yeah. feeling. Exactly, you know? it's like, oh wow, we signed an MVP in his prime for the rest of his career. Uh, can't wait till we get rid of him. Exactly, <laughs> we blew
0: it. Terrible. It's like the reverse Terrell Owens. Exactly, we but gave him what he wanted. Like, like it we didn't work anyway. Like we got T.O. We all knew it wasn't gonna last, right? But it was exciting. Like it went out in a blaze of glory. Oh yeah! Like we bought, we 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 got Bryce, and we're like, uh, yeah, that whatever. <laughs> like I bet it lasts four years, maybe, maybe three, four.
1: Eh. Yeah, this team had that that club had way bigger problems than just getting like a centerpiece that you can build around. They needed. A lot of pieces clearly we seen with the pitching, with the bullpen, the way they were giving up lead. Like signing a Bryce Harper and doing absolutely nothing for anything else is like shooting a BB gun at a freight train. It's just going to smile at you and keep and come. <laughs>
2: Yeah, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. Like they're just not because you go and you're, you're going to make this move and you go, oh, let's spend all this money and we're going to be this great team and then oh, but the luxury tax yeah. we can't possibly go over that. Exactly. So then you stop and then the team's bad and now you're going to use the pandemic and say, oh, we can't spend any money even though they weren't going to spend before the pandemic. So like I, I just they're not going anywhere. It, no, the whole thing yeah. has been a total fraud, it's like a you comedy see, of errors. Yeah. yeah, and and I know <laughs> the Mets. Let's I know the Mets are going through some stuff right now, so we'll, yeah. we'll leave that aside, <laughs> but. You had Cohen come in, and he's talking about spending money, yeah. and he spent money. He spent yeah. money right away, being aggressive right away. Yeah. Like yeah. that's what Middleton was supposed to do, and he failed. And yeah. now you
0: got a guy in the division that's doing that. Yeah, Cohen, and he's tweeting every day too. Uh-huh. Yeah, Cohen's tweeting all the time. Yeah, I think
2: that's going to stop pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, he's
0: been tweeting a lot. Yeah. Imagine if Matt. Uh, see, this is, I don't think Matt Clintack could do that. No. Like obviously, you shouldn't. But I don't think Matt Clintag would ever have... Well, I think cojones is the wrong word to use. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Like, Matt Clintag is just so boring. I don't think he could... Like, he couldn't send a picture of a fruit basket to, to somebody. Yeah. To put together anything like that. I, he couldn't drop an eggplant emoji.
1: Like, that, that that type of thing takes some imagination. You got to yeah. get your angles right. You got to make sure you got your lighting. Clintag ain't got the imagination for that. I'm not sure if Klintak <laughs> sent 62 texts in his life.
0: <laughs> this is really a sad state, is
1: it? <laughs> it's a sad state of affairs. Go union. Go union, yeah, yes, yeah. go union. When is union soccer picking back up? I can't wait to get back down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> union soccer Subaru wings
1: lacrosse.
0: Yeah, yeah, wings lacrosse. Yeah. Let's get in on the side sports.
2: <laughs> hey, FCF baby! Oh yeah. yeah, let's
0: go. FCF is coming. Let's go. <laughs> they all what? They all made it through their bubble, right? So they're practicing now. They're practicing. It's coming up.
2: I, I'm not sure the exact start date, but like, I'm in, man. I'm gonna be watching that. Yeah. It's gonna be fun.
0: Oh yeah, Johnny Mansell is back. That's right. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. The legend, man. The legend, <laughs> Johnny football. <sighs>
0: anybody got picks for this weekend for the conference championship games?
1: I'm going Buffalo and Green Bay. Those are my picks. I don't believe, unless they completely rush him back, that Mahomes is going to play in that game. And if he doesn't play, I give Kansas City absolutely no shot.
0: You don't think anything is possible? No,
1: I don't think anything is possible. I think
2: they're on that Henny if they think Chad <laughs> Henny is going to win that football game. Yeah, that's, that's how it's gonna go, man. If Mahomes isn't healthy, that's Buffalo's game. And then on the other side, I would love to say it's Green Bay. I've been feeling it's Green Bay for a while, but holy shit! I mean, did you see what Tampa did to them early in the season? I mean, they, they beat them like thirty-eight to ten. I mean, yeah. that wasn't a game. The the defense was really great last week for the Bucks. Like, they got a lot of things going on right now. And the only thing, and, and this is this is fun, but. It's the cold, right? Yeah. Like, that's the yeah. only thing. It's like, how cold is it? How bad are yeah. the conditions? Is Brady trying to get the ball downfield in the call? Yeah. Like yeah. That's and even, worry and The even, frozen
0: tundra he, of Lambeau feels. <laughs> <Yes.
2: laughs> exactly. And even
1: last week, you saw that it really wasn't Brady being spectacular. I watched the whole game. There was mm-hmm. a point where he had 127 yards passing, and we yeah. were into the fourth quarter of the game. It was them consistently getting a short field, and then them converting those interceptions of Drew Brees into touchdowns. How
0: I don't think Aaron Rodgers gives you that short field. How weird is it that in a, a playoff game between Drew Brees and Tom Brady, Jameis Winston had the most impressive throw?
2: <laughs> That's
1: like,
0: Twilight zone. Yeah,
2: yeah man. It, it, it's true, though. That was the best throw. And Brees yeah. was awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was god-awful in that game. That's just... Ugh. That's, That's a good. hard way to
1: go out. Is he, That's the is last he definitely... I don't he, think he can sit with that. He's thinking about it, but I don't think he's able. He's too much of a competitor to be like. That's how I'm going to re- be remembered. Bad way to go, but
2: he's—I mean—is he getting any? His better? arm is dead, though.
1: He needs yeah. to go.
2: That's the thing. I mean, he clearly like, can't get the ball down the field. He can't. No, it's weird. I mean, because the whole Jameis thing—it almost feels like, well, I got her in the bedroom. Now you bang my wife. Like yeah. I just—I <laughs> I don't know. It's—it's a, it's a weird dynamic that you have a quarterback that you know can't throw the ball down the field. Like that's exactly. the job. On you can yeah, like making sure passes great, but at some point. You've Got to at least have the exactly. threat, and they don't even think he's a threat to do that anymore.
0: Like, what are we doing here? And then there's the Taysom Hill question exactly. Does Taysom Hill get her on the weekdays? James Winston comes in <laughs> on weekends, yeah.
1: They got schedule down. Pat. <laughs> hey, what are you doing here, Taysom? I'm Tuesday.
0: <laughs> but New Orleans could have a weird offseason. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Better than the Eagles.
0: Yeah. Better than the Eagles. It's yeah. going to be a weird off
1: season. On high, they're better structurally sound. They have a head coach that's at least decent. They have yeah. a head coach, damn it. Like, yeah. They actually they, have one. And, you know, management is not bad. They they bring in players. They do spend money. They're, they're way better off, even with their quarterback conundrum, than the Eagles
0: could wish to be. I don't know. Part of me really wants to see Rodgers and Mahomes go at it and yeah, see Rodgers nice. come out on top for some reason. Even the
1: I don't want to see the State Farm commercials that will, that, that will come from that Super Bowl. I don't need to see the Rogers rate and the Mahomes rate. I don't I don't need to see it.
0: I, for, <laughs> Rogers is like unlikable in a likable way to me. He's like so arrogant exactly. that I respect him for it. <laughs> like he has that sort of twinkle in his eyes. Like I'm fantastic. It's like have you seen me play? I'm great, and I'm. <laughs> It's like, damn it, you are. You really are. And it's like man. he's made Alan Lazard like a a hot commodity, right? Montez Valdez Scanling, right? Exactly. It, it is a you know a three name guy that we know now. Who the hell's Robert Tanyan? Yeah. Exactly. Tanyan. That man has 15 catches and seven of them are touchdowns. Like <laughs> Tanyan insane. has the best catch to T D ratio outside of like a Mike Vrabel. He's got Matt LaFleur looking like Bill freaking Walsh. It's yeah. insane. Like, what is going on here? I don't—I also like Josh Allen. Yeah, you know. I like
1: Josh Allen. I like—like yeah. I like Vince was saying earlier, I like the way Josh Allen has progressed. They put pieces around him. They gave him Stefan Diggs. Yeah. Like, they want to see him succeed in Buffalo.
0: Josh Allen is exactly what Tim Tebow was supposed to be.
1: Exactly. My whole thing is with Buffalo is I can't bring myself to congratulate Sean McDermott because of what he did as defensive coordinator. I, I don't get how – it's not – you know how bad your franchise is? Not only do the players play well when they leave, the coaches coach better
0: when they leave. What what type of dysfunction is that? I, I think McDermott was just in a – McDermott was not going to succeed, right? Because what – when the guy yeah, you before you Jim John, yeah, dies, like on the field practically, <laughs> and was so beloved, like you're never going to be able to measure up to that.
2: Yeah, that was a tough spot, and yeah. and he was a lot younger than too. He's still a pretty young guy yeah, as far yeah, as head coaches yeah. go, and that was, what, over 10 years ago? Mm-hmm. So for him to figure it out now, like, yeah. good for him, but it, like, that's, and that's part of the Brady thing, yeah. too, It's like, you can get Joe Brady, he's 31, but also, yeah. like, what experience does he really have, and what experience does he need? Is he quite ready? So the, those are the kinds of things you deal with, but yeah, it's nice to see McDermott figure it out. It's
0: not like Juan Castillo yeah, went like, elsewhere
1: and Castillo had success. <laughs> then I'd be pissed. Then I'd be pissed if you it know, was Juan people,
0: Castillo. People just like to gravitate to Juan's office to talk football. It's like, like, I, re- dude, I still remember that like press conference drop, and it just it haunts me, right. It,
1: it, it, it hurts my head to think about it. And like he literally was like, oh, offensive line coach, he could be a defensive
0: coordinator. Why yeah. not? Right. Cause then they had him, <laughs> but then they brought in what, like the D line coach. And, and then they came out with the wide, wide nine. nine. And Jason Babbin was like, I got
1: 18 sacks. <laughs> we stink in the run. <laughs> that was ugly. Yeah. That was terrible. The dream team. That's what that was. Oh, oh God.
0: <laughs> Get out of here.
1: Make it stop.
0: <laughs> this- this whole this whole thing has left a bad taste in my mouth. I think <laughs> I think I'm done with Philly sports. Yeah, hey, I, I think
1: we're done. <laughs> yeah, get out of here.
0: Yeah. Okay. So we'll cop cop it all out and drop the tags, Bobby Dubs.
1: Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Bravo the Writer. You can find me on Twitter at youngsplit 1385 uh, As always, make sure you go grab the book. Hope over hurt. You'll probably have a piece for me this week just going off on this coaching search. Whenever they pick a coach, I'll probably have a piece out on that. My latest thing was what uh spots you think you can find uh Doug Peterson in once he comes back. Will he have a head coaching job? Will he even take that year off he's thinking
2: about? But uh, that's what you can find from there
0: at VQ. Where can we find you?
2: All right, easiest way to find me is at my address, and I'm located at no. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just come on over. Let's hang out. So easiest way to find me on Twitter at It's Vince Quinn. That's one word. At It's Vince Quinn. That's all you need.
0: And I do think you actually have the mailing address on there for the CBS studio. Yes, Yes. which
2: is great. I'm getting a lot of mail, by the way. I had no idea. I got an email from CBS to like, hey, uh, Vince, which they probably had to figure out who the hell I was. Who the hell is Vince? I'm a weekend overnight guy there, you know, so suddenly they're just getting flooded with mail for me. Like, So uh, we're getting a lot of mail. Like, What should we do with this? Like, they didn't even know I had a mailbox in the building. I'd be like, yeah, guys, that's why I made one myself in the middle of the night. So, yeah, that's that's going well. Mail me stuff. If you want to mail something to the CBS show, do it. Let's see what happens. Let's get weird.
0: Yeah, we'll get Vince to be the new CBS3 weatherman soon. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> all right, and you can find me at M-M-A-R-A-T-E-A. That's M-M-A-R-A-T-E-A, 22, on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, all over the last out media pages, um, doing lots of flyers, Post game reports now, which is fun. Uh, I got my new guy, Eric Johnson, EJ. We're riding hard on the Flyers. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, uh, got some backup there. Uh, going to be talking boxing soon. Uh, Stephen Fulton Jr. is fighting for the WBO uh, title this weekend against Angelo Leo. And uh, that one's going to be on Showtime, so I'll have a preview of that. I'll give you another outlook for. All of like the top 15 Philly fighters and what they're doing. Uh, so that's something that's coming down the pike. Be on the lookout for it. And thank you all for stopping by. I'm next to Blow. Pause. And I can hear the critics talking over the applause. Yeah, I try to tell them future, let them know.